You're listening to the Mental Housekeeping Podcast, Episode 9. Welcome to the Mental Housekeeping Podcast. Join me every week for new insights on what can be keeping you from living the life that you want and what you can do about it. And I'm your host, Tina Kalamanis. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of the Mental Housekeeping Podcast. It's summer and that means summer reading. Along with whatever you're reading now, I have some books to consider if you're looking to make some positive changes in your life. Since any time is a good time to make a change, feel free to read any of these now or when the time strikes you later. I love hunting for used books. It's such a thing for me. Every time I travel, I skip the touristy stuff and I just head to all the used bookshops. Yep, even in foreign countries where I don't even speak the language. I'm all over the self-help section, and if you're just getting into some self-help books, it can be a bit daunting with all the options that promise you to stop feeling like shit and be a happier person by staying in the now while you become that millionaire next door, all because you finally unleash the power within. So in this episode, I've narrowed down five books for you to start off with. No need to hunt for these ones unless you're like me and that's what you want to do, by all means. These books are easily found in your local bookshop or online. The first one is a quick and easy book to add some great native elder wisdom to your life from shamanic teacher and healer Don Miguel Ruiz with his book, The Four Agreements. This book is based on ancient Toltec wisdom that was hidden for years after European conquest and a few apprentices that decided to misuse the knowledge for personal gain. Because that never happens. Now, the wisdom is readily available to anyone. It must be said that this isn't a religion, however, it does embrace spirit. It's mainly a way of life and actually mirrors a lot of other ancient teachings and even the principles of NLP. So what are the four agreements? Well, I'm going to tell you. Number one, be impeccable with your word. Speak with integrity to others and also to yourself. That means shut down that inner critic. Also avoid gossiping. And nowadays, since so much communication is happening online, stop trolling online because there's no integrity in that. Number two, stop taking anything personally. Whatever people say or do is really just a projection of what's going on inside of them. Emotional landmines get tripped up and those emotions need to be released somehow. And in the end, it really has nothing to do with you. Number three, avoid making assumptions. Everyone perceives the world in their own way. And when you make assumptions, you're asking for problems. It leads to misunderstandings and drama. So avoid all that and ask questions to better understand. Number four, always do your best. We do the best that we can with the resources that we have available to us. Good thing is, those resources expand all the time, especially when you stay in integrity, release emotions in a healthy manner, ask questions, lots of questions to understand. All of these books and coaching will help expand those inner resources as well. None of these agreements are just theory you can actually start applying them right away. And if you want to go deeper with this, there's a companion book that's available as well. Our second book is The Five Love Languages, The Secret to Love That Lasts by Gary Chapman. Simply put, this is a must read, especially if you're going to work with me. All my transformational NLP breakthrough coaching clients are tasked to read this book. 
I was also tasked to read it during my NLP master practitioner training. Even though I already knew what mine was, it was really important to understand other people's love languages and how to apply them. The author Gary Chapman worked as a marriage counselor for over 30 years, and from that, he identified the root of unhappiness in relationships. Basically, we all have our own love language and tend to communicate from within our own instead of the other person's, which is another form of miscommunication. And these are the five love languages. Words of affirmation, quality time, receiving gifts, acts of service, physical touch. It's not just personal relationships that these can be applied to. They could also be used in professional relationships as well. But I would preface that in this day and age, be careful using them at work, especially the physical touch one. If your emotional cup is feeling empty, then this is a great book to help you build a stronger connection with yourself and the people around you. Our third book deals with a topic that seems to bring a lot of stress in people and is the leading cause of why most marriages end in divorce. And that's the dirty topic of money. There's so many books on the subject and it's hard to know where to start, but most of them got their start from this particular book. The Energy of Money, A Spiritual Guide to Financial and Personal Fulfillment by Dr. Maria Nemeth. There's nothing like getting involved in a fraudulent investment that ends up costing you to lose $35,000. And that's what the author went through in order to learn how most of us develop our relationship with money. Most often that relationship is dysfunctional at best. But let's avoid losing 35k or even a dollar more of our own money before we figure it out. So this book was recommended to me years ago by a business coach, and I've referred to it many times since. I actually get something new from it each time I go back and do a little review. To really make these books, or any self-help book for that matter, work for you, you need to go back and review it once in a while. As you progress in life, you'll gain a different perspective, and that will also give you another level of understanding with the info presented in the books. Same goes, really, for any type of information you take in. Dr. Nemeth has a spiritual approach to money, which is really just an energy exchange, and it's also paired with practical techniques to actually help you build a healthy relationship with money. There are lots of exercises, meditations, worksheets, and other interactive processes included. On a side note, here's what the book is not. It's not a financial management tool with budgets or a get-rich plan. The book's not just about getting money to enter your life, but actually to have it stay If anything, that seems to be the missing link in other books. We can bring it in, but can we hold on to it without a scarcity mentality? So if you can't seem to make money or want to have more money in your life, then this book is for you and it will also be beneficial to those who have money already. Okay, let's get philosophically poetic with our fourth book, which is a classic from 1923. It's The Prophet by Khalil Gibran. I think I pronounced that correctly. Anyway, I'm not one who likes nor reads poetry, but this book is a masterpiece in my opinion. And it also says it on the book cover. When I was first training to be a coach back in 2011, just before I started my NLP practitioner training, my colleague in the training recommended this book to me. She was telling me how she reads parts of it almost every night before bed. The book is a collection of over 20 poetic essays on various topics. 
And it was the topic of death that really got my attention because I was dealing with the death of my parents and I thought it would be helpful to bring another perspective on dealing with grief. In case there's a particular topic that inspires you to read the book like it did for me, I'm going to list them off for you. Love, marriage, children, giving, eating and drinking, work, joy and sorrow, housing, clothes, buying and selling, crime and punishment, laws, freedom, reason and passion, pain, self-knowledge, teaching, friendship, talking, time, good and evil, prayer, pleasure, beauty, religion, and death. Once I read it, I was hooked by the impact these short poetic essays have. I'm sure that you're going to get something out of it as well. I was inspired to read it because what it said about death, but the essay about children was the most impactful for me, especially since my childhood was so full of trauma. And it's still powerful to me each time I read it. It's so short, I'm actually going to read it to you now. And a woman who held a babe against her bosom said, Speak to us about children. And he said, Your children are not your children. They are the son and daughters of life's longing for itself. They come through you, but not from you. And though they are with you, yet they belong not to you. You may give them your love, but not your thoughts. For they have their own thoughts. You may house their bodies, but not their souls. For their souls dwell in the house of tomorrow, which you cannot visit not even in your dreams. You may strive to be like them, but seek not to make them like you. For their life goes not backward, nor tarries with yesterday. You are the bows from which your children, as living arrows, are sent forth. The archer sees the mark upon the path of the infinite, and he bends you with his might that his arrow may go swift and far. Let your bending in the archer's hand be for gladness. For even as he loves the arrow that flies, so he loves also the bow that is stable. Briefly, the essay is really all about programming that we take on as children from our parents and when we take on their thoughts and their beliefs. We're our own people and we're here for our own purpose and not to live up to our parents' expectations or anyone else's for that matter. Our parents are really just here to help us propel forward. This book is just timeless and full of wisdom that will shift your perspective even just a little bit and a little goes a long way. I do think that you're going to get something else out of it every time you read it. Speaking of programming, our fifth and last book is all about programming, reprogramming really, yourself to have complete control over your ability to achieve any goal. This is another one of those powerful books that's on the docket for me to reread soon. It's called Psycho-Cybernetics by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. Honestly, I'm not really a fan of the title. It does sound a bit Scientology-ish, but it has nothing to do with that. Let's just make that clear. The term Psycho-Cybernetics was coined by the author, and this is what he said about the meaning of the term. Steering your mind to a productive, useful goal so you can reach the greatest port in the world, peace of mind. Originally written back in the 60s, the book has been updated and expanded, and you're going to want to get that version. The book is all about self-image, and who better to talk about that than this author who was a plastic surgeon. But it goes deeper than that. The self-image is really about rising above how you see yourself. 
There are so many self-help books out there that usually just end up collecting dust as shelf help books. But this one is the granddaddy of them and it's held up for so long because the info in this book is actually based on solid science. It's all about the mental blueprint that we have in our unconscious mind. And if we expand how we see ourselves, then we can actually achieve more in our lives. In the book, Dr. Maltz goes on to talk about the success and failure mechanisms, false beliefs, giving yourself an emotional facelift, remember he was a plastic surgeon, unlocking your real personality, having peace of mind, and lots more stuff that you can sink your teeth into. This book also features real-life examples and practical exercises, just like a lot of the other books I've recommended, and it's to get you to experience the information and not just read about it. Also, from there, you'll be able to expand your self-image and be able to create lasting positive changes. And why I love this book so much, it's because it's really in line with what I do in a transformational NLP breakthrough. I'll get down to the root of how you really see yourself unconsciously and knock out all those false beliefs and negative emotions around that in just one or two sessions. Uncover what drives your behavior, again, unconsciously, and build new thought systems that support your goals. All done in hours, not years. And if you're interested in learning more about the Breakthrough Coaching, I've included a link in the show notes as well as links to all of these books. There you have it, the five books to get you started on your journey to immediately change your life for the better right now. Thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, and I'll catch you again next week. Always stay awesome because you are awesome.